0: the final hit it here podcast of the year just five games remain for the seattle mariners at the time of recording this episode episode 27 of the hit it here podcast a lot to talk about going into these last few games the mariners have a chance to win the division they have a chance to make it the wild card and they have a chance to miss the playoffs entirely a lot of moving parts right now but my favorite moving part is joe Joe, how are you?
2: I d- I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> I I am much better than I've been the last four days because the Mariners got a dub, and that it, it is my my sole happiness. That's not true. It does affect the like a lot of my my mood in my day. And for a lot, I don't think I watched much of the Rangers series at all, except for the the end of Game Three, where it was probably the most heartbreaking. I feel like yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you haven't missed a whole lot lately.
2: I've missed know. a lot of bad things. Which is... A lot of
0: bad things. So maybe it's a good thing you missed it. You could just like kind of disconnect. But I've been maybe
2: I was the you know maybe me not watching was bad a bad omen. You're the problem. I was the problem because I watched all of today's game or yesterday's game. Game two victory over the Astros, six to
0: two. Let's get into it. Yeah, big game for the Mariners. Obviously a must win for them. They did come out 62. We talked a lot about this in the post game show that we did for the game last night. So we're not going to go too much into this game specifically, but there are some things we do need to talk about. We talked about George Kirby getting hit by a fan, throwing a ball into the field. Mm. I hope that man stubs his toe. And I don't know. There's a lot of things coming out of this game. Of course, the Mariners and Astros, a huge, huge rivalry. I do want to talk about something that Dusty Baker said when he said that he's tired of his guys getting hit. Dusty, you senile old man. Whoa. The 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 Astros have hit the Mariners since 2021, according to Zach Left. The Astros have hit the Mariners double the amount of times that the mariners have hit the astros 33 times from the astros compared to 17 from the mariners guys have gotten suspended on the astros for throwing at the mariners that's a yikes there's there, there's no contest here buddy all right maybe just keep yourself we're gonna need you to clock out dusty we're gonna need you to clock out all right just just keep yourself over in the dugout i, I will know. say
2: the 99 that mccormick took from munoz that looked like it
0: hurt yeah um that's that ouchies that's a dangerous spot to get hit and i hopefully fingers crossed mccormick is okay Mm -hmm. and as for the fans that cheered when jose Altuve got hit don't do that
2: don't no that's stupid someone the guy right behind home plate like stood up and clapped right in the first game don't do that bad
0: yeah like you're just a bad fan but no mccormick i mean him getting hit no i mean that that sucks that really does i remember Braden bishop years ago got hit and i think he like lacerated his kidney or his spleen or something like that and actually almost died so, yeah, so um, hopefully, you know, hope the best for McCormick. He's having a really, really good year. Uh, hopefully it doesn't keep him out too long. I hope it keeps him out today. And that's a. And then, you know, maybe he goes back and plays in the Diamondback series. But speaking of the Diamondback series, if the Mariners beat the Astros today, so on the 27th, mm-hmm. and then they split the four game series with the Rangers, the Mariners would be in the playoffs unless the Astros swept the Diamondbacks.
2: Yeah, the Astros would need to sweep because then they would end tied with us if they don't at best. And obviously we know that we hold the tiebreaker over them, have held it even before this final series in September because we dominated them earlier in the year. It's, it's tough because banking on other teams to help us out, it, it's, you never want other teams to have to win for you. And yesterday, uh, that did happen for us. The Angels beat the Rangers, and the Yankees pulled out a win against the Blue Jays. And obviously, we did our work against the Astros. So, Tuesday, the 26th, great day for the Seattle Mariners. I'm hoping the same is in the cards for the 27th. Because the more ground you can cover for that final homes, like the final four games, like the, the actual last stretch, it's going to be massive.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, winning the division, I... At this point, I'm not going to hold my breath. Mm-hmm. Like the division is the cherry on top if you somehow make it. Just make the friggin' wild card. You have the opportunity to do that. And you honestly, the, your fate was in your hands and you blew it. And now you have to rely on teams like the Diamondbacks for this to go well. And you, uh, but as long as the Mariners continue winning, and if they win tomorrow and they somehow find a way to sweep the Rangers, hey, they're, 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 they win the division. Cool awesome yeah but you're gonna have to rely more than likely you're gonna have to rely on some help from the diamondbacks and let's not get too ahead of ourselves this is one win in this 10 game stretch right now the Mariners are one and four yeah there's still as weird as it is to say there's still a lot of baseball left to be played and this conversation is going to be changing every single game after every game it's going to change to okay here's what you need to happen now the Mariners could be eliminated from the division as early as Thursday I think it'll probably go up mathematically speaking. To the last day, or the second to last day for the wild card. Yeah. So I mean that Saturday and Sunday already sold out. It's gonna be electric in the Electric Factory, and yeah, it's there's a lot going on. Framber Valdez today versus Bryce Miller. Speaking of hit by pitches, Framber Valdez. We know how much he likes to hit guys when He's things don't go his way. Angry so, again. Yeah. So what what do you think the Mariners need to do against Framber to win today's game?
2: I think if Cal has another great game of the plate, it's going to be big dubs and if he can nab another, you know, caught stealing like he did in the fir- the second game, just dynamite throws from Cal from behind the plate. It's been it's been amazing. Tail, he can make another amazing catch. That would be sick. But in reality, you need to get I think you need to jump Framber early because mm-hmm. if you let him get settled in, that's when he is at his best he can start working the ground balls a lot more he's gonna get his swing and miss on like he's got a he, i don't he's got a good repertoire but if you can get him rattled that's when he starts to get wild and erratic and hopefully the marriage are showing that they can be patient like i feel like they were pretty patient in in the second game overall they were seeing the pitches that they wanted to hit a lot more whereas they they weren't pressing they weren't trying to chase that pitch they were letting the pitch come to them so just try and work Framber as much as you can. Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, we say that every single time. The reason why it's because it's a recipe for success. If you can work the starting pitcher and get him out of his comfort zone, you then will enter into your own comfort zone at the plate. You will have you will be in the driver's seat. And when the Marist hitters are in the driver's seat, I feel like there's so much unlocked potential as opposed to when they're pressing and when they feel like they need to get the hit. It's like, no, you know you can have the hit. So long as you are in control of that at bat.
0: And I think that with the Astros, it's not like it's not like the Rangers where it's like get to their bullpen. Obviously, it's get to you got to get to the guy on the mound. Just the guy in front of you. It doesn't matter who it is. You got to get to maybe maybe you want to get to Rafael Montero, but anyone else, you know. Sure. So I think that you really need to get the top of the order going. Julio has not been very good. JP's been all right lately. Um, Cal's been good. But you really want to get guys like Gino going. I think he was down in, what, the six hole, I think, in Tuesday's game. Obviously, yeah. tie in the 8th spot. So, these are guys that, at the beginning of the year, were hitting 3 and 4 for you. Mm-hmm. And now they're hitting 6th and 8th. Obviously, JK has had some really, really good at-bats. I've been very, very impressed with him. We'll see if Scott decides to run him out there versus a the lefty. I don't know. I hope like, he does. I swear, he... if we see Dylan Moore in left field, I'm going to lose it. I mean
2: if he's out there maybe jared's DHing, maybe no i I, I, maybe yeah yeah either way what do you to get away from the lineup just for a second and then we can go back to it are you worried about jared's power right now maybe or like the lack thereof he's mainly just been hitting singles you're not worried about the power not being there yet no, I'm not worried about it. I think that's
0: something that it, it'll come. There was someone in our comments like, well, Jared hasn't hit a home run since like June. I'm like, yeah, well, he was out for half of that. Yeah. And he doesn't need to. He's putting up the best at-bats on the team. I don't care how you do it. Like, I don't need you to go out there and hit a 500-foot home run. And when I when I look at, bat, at the injury, you get your power from your legs. He obviously hurt his foot. It's going to take some time to get over the mental block that he's going to have trying to you know, whether it be turning on that back foot or what have you, mm-hmm. trying to swing for power. And it's there, of course. It's always there for Jared Kelnick. But I don't know. As long as he's producing, I could care less if it's with a home run or what. I mean, if he's driving the ball to the gap, which he has done, mm-hmm. cool. I'm down for that. So, I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't necessarily matter to me. I think that's something that we'll need to more look at next year and see what the heck. Like, did something happen here? Obviously, yeah. he can work on it throughout the offseason. but. Over the next four or five games, as long as he's producing in some way, I could care less if it's a home run.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: The guy that finally got over the home run bug, Ty France, that's another bat where he's been hitting singles. It's just his value is much less than Jared's on the base path. Were you prior to the home run? Same same question. Worried about Ty's power outage, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, Ty France. Is there a reason why the conversation is different there?
0: Because Jared, I feel like it'll come. Like Jared, he's coming off an injury, what have you. And he's still putting up good at bats. Ty France isn't even putting up, well, wasn't putting up good at bats. He's been putting up way better at bats in the past week or so. So if he can get hot the rest of the way, but Jared's still being productive at the plate for the last, like, you know, four or five months, we haven't seen a productive Ty France. And he's a guy who looks at times completely lost at the plate where Jared's still going to be able to run into one. Maybe he's not going to, you know, always hit 30 home runs a year, but I still am very confident, even with the Kelnick we see right now, that he could still hit twenty plus. Okay. Whereas Ty, I think that I don't know the guy that we saw last year hit twenty. I don't think that guy's in there anymore. Like I don't know what's going on. I mean, maybe he flips it around. That's a that's a conversation for the off season about you know should we stick with Ty France? Totally. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm definitely more worried about Ty,
2: but. I don't know. I'm not really necessarily worried about anyone. I'm just taking it day by day right now. I mean, reasonable. So <laughs> lefty on the mound, Framber. Ty was batting eighth against Javier the righty. Obviously, it's going to be the righty lineup. We already talked about it, hinted at it a little bit. We might see Demo. We might see Haggerty. We might see Caballero. I know you're making a gross face. Does Ty move up in the lineup after a two for four game? I think so, especially because he's been
0: smashing lefties all year. I mean, his his um splits are so crazy this year he has been a lefty killer but right-handed he hasn't been able to do any i guess right-handed pitching he hasn't been able to do anything i wouldn't be shocked to see him in like the sixth spot mm-hmm. i don't think I, I wouldn't say you move him up to like three or anything no. like that obviously yeah. but i think, I think it think has lineup, to be like
2: five or six yeah
0: yeah the lineup will probably be you know jp julio i mean maybe cal at three maybe teo at three at versus a lefty i'm not sure yeah and then probably the other one batting four and then gino Likely five, gino six. yeah yeah i would agree no so, and then maybe Kelnick. Hopefully, hopefully Kelnick. Yeah, I I'm okay with I'm okay with you throwing Jose Caballero in, in at second base. I mean, Josh Rojas has been good recently, yeah. so I'm not willing to take the bat away from him all that much. And honestly, Jose Caballero hasn't looked that great offensively, but I mean, he has historically hit. Lefties well in the minor leagues and whatnot, so I'm willing to give it a shot, but first sign of a righty even warming up, I'm putting Josh
2: Rojas out there. Yeah, I mean, they did that, they tried to do that in game two with with Demo, and they brought him in when Ford was up to face a lefty, and it was not a great at-bat, and... Mm -hmm. Same thing with Canzone later. I mean, he kind of got screwed over on one of the calls. It, well, anyways, it, he didn't look like he was fully prepared to even take a, take a swing, which is unfortunate for him, the one opportunity he got in Game 2. If you had to pick either Demo or Haggerty, if you're saying Caballero's going to play second, Demo or Haggerty in there tomorrow, because it's not going to be Ford, it's not going to be Canzone, permitting Kalnick playing again. I hope he does. Who are you picking? Probably Sam Haggerty.
1: Interesting. I think
0: he's been, I mean, he's shown a lot more life than Dylan Moore has. Of course, DeMo did have that ball at the center field that should have been a home run, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think DeMo definitely has more power against a left handed pitcher. But I think Ham Swaggerty, as the comments will call him, bringing out the swags. I think that he's a more dynamic player when it comes to slapping the ball around the field mm-hmm. and getting on base. I mean, he he's good at it, whether it be a Random bunt single or a broken bat over the first baseman doesn't have to be pretty, just you just have to produce, and that's what I like. I was saying about Kellen, like, you just got to produce. I don't care how you do it. I think that Sam Haggerty would be the better bet there. I don't feel confident in either of them. Yeah, put Luis Torrens out there (laughs) in
2: right field. Thoughts? I mean, I'm not gonna say no to some Luis Torrens action. (laughs) Maybe he can, you know, have another. He had a double against. The, a- the athletics you know yeah felt like a month ago at this point with how bad the first four games of the homestand went but yeah you know we're just taking it day by day like so
0: looking forward to the next i guess the next series and what the Mariners have left on their plate obviously texas is going to fly in they start their series on thursday versus the mariners the astros will be off on thursday because they get every friggin' thursday off i think that so that first start would be brian woo Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you skip Brian Wu? Do you like in that like, slot? Do you re-slot? Which you don't have a chance to, obviously, without you know, there's no off days or what have you. Yeah. But so it should it should go Brian Wu Thursday or no? I'm sorry, Logan Thursday. Brian Wu Friday, and then Castillo Kirby, and then Castillo Kirby. So I don't like. Do you re-slot? Maybe move Castillo up to Friday and then
2: Kirby th- Saturday th- and then Wu Sunday maybe I don't know I think it depends on if you win the next two games There was talk about moving Logan up for yeah. today's game I don't know if that's necessarily smart It could be because you know it's it this feels like a must win game today for sure I would rather potentially go Miller Gilbert Castillo Kirby and then maybe piggyback Miller and Gilbert for the final game if you're like that's where you have to win and maybe allow like Miller Gilbert Wu to like take three innings each in that final game. Mm -hmm. If you are not in it at that point, that could be something that I could entertain, I guess, if we're really trying to get, you know, tactical with it. But I think the results of the final game in Houston and the first game in Texas will define where Castillo and Kirby pitch in that final four game stretch.
0: Yeah, because again, you're you're pitching at the moment, you're playing for the division. It's possible that, you know, you get Texas out there, they win the division, and then they play their
2: hangover lineup. I mean, that you know didn't know work mean? for the Dodgers series. Yeah, but,
0: but the Dodgers are way scarier. We can, you know what we I mean?
2: can, we can pretend like that was a, a good thing that happened for us, <laughs> as if it wasn't the most demoralizing loss. One of them. You know,
0: that was pretty bad. It was pretty bad.
2: Five to one against the Dodgers punted lineup. So, you know, I I get what you're saying. Like if, if the, if the, say the Rangers had swept the angels and kind of like ran away with the division, kind of rested their guys for the postseason and those final four games, I doubt they would have done it because just like competitive baseball, right? You're against a division rival. Maybe you would have seen like the ability to reslot or not have to at that point. I don't know. There's, there's a lot yet to be seen with only five games to go. There's mm-hmm. so much that can happen, it feels like, and it's really only, we're, we've only talked about the AOS, but the Blue Jays also still exist as well. That's another, you know, fold in this, and they've got a tough series against the Rays to round it out. It's going to be a wild final stretch.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Rays obviously still duking it out with the Orioles for first place in that division, so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that, obviously, the Rays are going to give it their best shot, because obviously they want to win the division, the Blue Jays are trying to keep themselves in the wild card race. I mean, I think the Blue Jays probably make it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. What, what are they up by right now? Two, three games?
2: Like, I think fangrafts have their playoff odds entering today at 98%. The toughest road to take would be catching the blue jays in my opinion yeah. like
0: if they lose out the mariners win out then yeah you we are two games behind them yeah yeah so because obviously the astros you're a half game behind them mm-hmm. the rangers you play them for four so i think those are two avenues that it's a lot easier to see the path yeah for of, sure. of how it could happen you kind of control that whereas the blue jays you don't have any control over what happens in that series so i don't know i mean i don't the rays have gotten really banged up recently true especially their starting pitching Mm -hmm. so i don't know i don't know what to think of the Rays right now like i look at that Rays team and do and i think to myself are they a world series team probably not yeah honestly like i the fact that they've played so well this year i would
2: take the orioles over the Rays 10 times out of 10 right now the avenues of where all these teams are going to be competitive like it's just it's all just a mixed bag right now
0: yeah, I mean the Brewers just clinched as well. I think on a Who loss. <laughs> yeah, right on a loss. Who else clinched today or uh, yesterday? Red October Phillies. Ah, yes, yes, the playoff yes. Spot. Mm-hmm. Right. So is the National League almost figured out? They have like what one wild card spot to get figured out right now? Yeah. Are the divisions
2: divisions divisions are solid? So Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, LA, and Milwaukee are all sorted. Philadelphia has a wild card spot locked up no matter what. I don't know if they've locked in the first wild card, but Arizona mm. currently sits in wild card two, one game up on the Cubs. Cubs are in wild card three, only a half game up on Miami. Now, the Cubs lost a very brutal game. I don't know if you saw Sea <laughs> dropping did. that ball against Atlanta. It's just, yeah. just terrible. And Miami, they've been. Arise hasn't played in a long time. He's he's sprained his ankle just like shagging balls, I think. You know, during during warmups. He's obviously been a very important piece to them, but wh- I, whether it comes down to Miami or Chicago, it'll be it'll be close. Mm-hmm. But same you you talked about it earlier. We need Arizona to help us out in Houston. They're only, you know, one game up on the Cubs, one and a half on Miami. They're going to want to play till the very last game, no matter what, because they, you know, that's a big To hold on to that playoff spot for Arizona. So, could they take it to Texas? I sure, I I believe so. I think they could, they have the potential to do something like that. Houston, if I said Texas. Same thing. If (laughs) I see, if
0: I see Paul Sewald close out the Astros to clinch. A Mariners a, postseason a, birth. A mariner's postseason birth. I'm buying a mariner's policy wall jersey. I'll
2: buy an Arizona policy wall jersey. I don't there care. we go.
0: <laughs> Perfect. We'll 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 be we'll have a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. Cause that would be Icing that would just feel cake. so good. Yeah. I mean he already said we got you PNW once. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. let's let's do it again. Run it back. Uh as for the as for the pitching matchups that the Rangers are gonna throw out there, I'm pretty sure we see Jordan Montgomery. I mean, it's a four-game set. You know, we're only going to miss one of their guys. I think they had a bullpen start today. Yeah. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to see Jordan Montgomery. We'll see... Probably see Evaldi again. Yeah, we'll probably see Evaldi again. And then, who am I missing here? Who Who is the fourth guy? Oh, I think they moved Martin Perez back into the rotation, They right? did. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, so probably Martin Perez. None
2: of it think. is announced on, like, MLB.com, anything. Like, for the Mariners, yeah. it's not announced. The Rangers is probably not going to be announced. Because, really, like, again depending on how tomorrow's game today's games go we will see shuffling of rotations i mean the astros did it for this series against us they reshuffled and reslotted so we'd get verlander javier and valdez obviously verlander put us in a coffin it felt like and then we rose out of it against javier whether or not we you know are still standing after valdez it's just it's dusty you're a bastard for doing that <laughs> okay, but you gotta play the but you gotta beat the best to you know get to this point what the Rangers throw out what Bruce Bochi decides to put us up against you can only do it just one game at a time and just play the rest of the way. Cal had a very good quote before today's game just he would rather not be anywhere else other than right here trying to you know put the team in the best spot to win Good vibes from Cal great leadership qualities out of him this year. He has grown a ton I feel like in such yeah. a short amount of time. And obviously, every all the fans love him. And Cal, he's been very, very good. It'll be interesting to see what he does against the lefty. And I mean, we know his right-handed bat's on his power side, but I have breaking news. Late on me.
0: A. Eugenio Suarez has new decor over his locker. It's a neon sign that says "Good Vibes Only." Oh, it's. G-G. It's over easy. G-G. Yep. Mariners win the division. Yeah, without a doubt. That's all. That's all it took. Yeah, I mean, realistically, the Mariners also shuffled their rotation just like two, three weeks ago. Shh. But it know. was fine
2: when we did it. Don't worry yeah.
0: about it. it. was fine <laughs> I when think we it's did it. interesting that you face Bruce Bochi then Dusty Baker, then Bruce Bochi And everyone's talking crap about Scott Service. But hey, we're all they're all right one neck and neck.
2: Yeah. You I know, mean
0: two Hall of Fame managers and Scott Service.
2: If he stays as the manager's manager for another Four or five years, permitting the teams performing well, he will be the most winningest manager in Mariners history. He will he will pass Lupinella in wins.
0: I'm sorry, you just literally our entire YouTube comment section is now
2: filled with degenerates. Why would you do that, Joe? Ma- so everyone wants Joe Madden to be the the manager. Yeah. So the stretch. Oh uh, By the stre- way, the stretch for when he was in Tampa Bay is one year more, I think, than service right now with the Mariners. Obviously, the Rays I think had two more postseason berths, and they won a pennant. But overall wins, Scott's only I think Scott next year the Mariners have to win like 130 games to tie Joe Madden's record. Like overall the oh, across nine years the Rays when he was there, he's not that far behind Joe Madden in terms of record and performance. I feel like, and you know it's a different MLB now because the wild card, the the rules, the rules, the game's the game. He did not help the Angels. <laughs> would scott service have done a better job in the angels i have no idea right there's no way to know but not every single thing that goes wrong with the Mariners roster and the, the team playing the game falls to scott service sure it's a you could blanket blame the entire team to certain degrees the lightning rod the scapegoat yeah. always being scott it's just it's just a bit silly like take a step back realize game one julio drops the ball in center field Grounds out double play.
0: But God forbid you say Julio was bad that game.
2: Yeah, but because Julio <laughs> had a phenomenal August and like is a six-war player. I don't it's just it's it's very one-sided a lot of the times, it feels like. hmm
0: Yeah. I mean, there's always the scapegoats. Another one would be Ty France has been a scapegoat all year. And you're right, he's been bad. Yeah. He's been terrible. But this is a guy who the past two years has put up hundred and twenty-something WRC plus and has been one of the better defensive first basemen in baseball. Guys can have down years. Gino's been terrible this year, but defensively he's been great. So, like um, Gino, like I don't know about leads terrible. the
2: league. <laughs> I wouldn't go terrible. Leads, I mean strikeouts. Yeah, but he's you know. Uh-huh. I know RBI is kind of like a team stat, but I mean, his only hitting twenty one
0: home runs this year for a guy that you know we uh, kind of pencil in as a thirty plus home run guy every year.
2: Yeah, it's but again,
0: the, the the defense for him is. Yeah, helped. it's second to none. And don't get me wrong; I absolutely love A. Eugenio Suarez. I mean, he's running a one hundred and one WRC plus. So, just keep in mind here, folks, that A. Eugenio Suarez and Ty France have the same WRC plus this year at one hundred and one. That's un- that's very unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I the... think that's unfortunate for both sides of the argument. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter which way you look at it. That sucks. I mean, and really, those are the two guys. Those are the two guys that you need them. In the middle of your lineup, doing damage like they have for the rest of their career, Um, they're they guys. If they can get hot these next five games, and again, I know it sounds like we're talking smack on Gino, we're talking smack on Ty France. I love all of them. All right, Mm -hmm. and I know I'm talking smack at you guys, talking smack about Scott Service. Scott has his flaws; he really does. He's not. I mean, we were we were just making fun of him, saying that he's going to put friggin' Sam Haggerty, Jose Caballero, and Dylan Moore in. We get Mm -hmm. it. All right, but. It's just all a little overdramaticized. Hopefully next week we can be talking about playoff baseball in Seattle. And I think that would well, that would be the wild card would be over at that point. I think.
2: Maybe. Yeah. I think would so. It? I mean season ends Sunday. If the wild card's yeah, think... over by next Wednesday. Right, yeah, yeah. I, would hope I think not. it well,
0: I think it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
2: Just right after the final day?
0: Okay, no, no, no. They have Monday off.
2: Yeah. Three days in a row. Should
0: it go three games? So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday so by the next time that you know we have a conversation here for the hit here podcast either the mariners season's over Mm -hmm. or they're in the wild card but and it could still be over there's there's a lot going on here with the mariners before we wrap up let me leave you with one final thing to chew on until the next hit here podcast joe are you ready yeah no matter what the record is the rest of the way from 2021, 2022 and 2023, that three year stretch. That will be the second winningest three year stretch in the history of the Seattle Mariners poverty franchise. Yeah. 2001, <laughs> 2002 and 2003 were the only, only three year stretch that the Mariners won more games than they have in these last three. And
2: they stat padded in 2001. That's crazy, bro.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just, so. kidding. no, I mean, it's been, we've got a good core. We've got a good team. It's how they augment it and how they build around it is what's going to be important.
0: As for the regular season this year, that is a wrap for the Hit It Here podcast. 27 episodes strong. Thank you guys so much for coming with us on this journey this year of a weekly 30-ish minute podcast. We very much appreciate it. And for better or for worse, go Mariners.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.